0: Time now for our business news with Kim Moody. Kia ora, Kim, and it's been a soggy end to the summer housing market. Kia yes, the housing market remained weak to the end of the typically busy summer months, as high interest rates, tougher economic conditions and severe weather kept buyers away. The Real Estate Institute's House Price Index, which measures the changing value of properties, fell about 1% in February, to be 14% lower than a year ago. The median house price fell a seasonally adjusted 13.9% from 12 months ago to just over $772,000. And Institute Chief Executive Jen Beard says stock levels have returned to normal after years of limited options. We've had really low levels of property on the market for a number of years, certainly through the pandemic times. And you know, slowly over the last year, as property has stayed on the market a little bit longer and new listings have come, we've seen that, that overall stock level continuing to grow. Interestingly, though, we're not seeing a whole load of new properties hitting the market. In fact, last month, um, across the country, down nearly 30% compared to last February. Jen Beard says houses are taking 60 days to sell on average. That's pointing to growing caution in the current economic environment. As you may have heard, the National Party's bid for a select committee hearing into the banking industry has been blocked. National's finance spokesperson, Nicola Willis, says her proposal for a short, sharp inquiry by the Finance and Expenditure Select Committee into Bank Profits and Competition in the Sector was blocked by Labor members, saying a Commerce Commission market study is likely to occur. Advisory firm KPMG's latest banking study shows a 17% increase in collective profits to a record 7% dollars. KPMG's head of banking, John Kensington, says the value of an inquiry depends on its terms of reference. Your opinion, we're very much um, driven by and coloured by your, your experience with the bank. So I actually, I, I actually, I actually don't have a view. I, I don't have a view either, either, either way on this. And I think for me, the interesting thing will be is when a decision is made uh, to look at what the regulators or the politicians use as the measure, because you could pick a number of measures where it called for an inquiry. You could pick other measures where it didn't call for an inquiry. So that'll be, to me, very, very interesting, what the measure is that they want looked at. John Kensington of KPMG. The Minister of Commerce says the government is actively considering a Commerce Commission market study. The collapse of Silicon Valley Bank and the resulting turmoil among regional banks could force the Federal Reserve to revise its policies. A buyer is still being sought for the collapsed bank, but Europe's largest bank, HSBC, will buy Silicon Valley Bank's UK arm for just £1. The chief economic advisor at Allianz, Mohamed al Arian, says depositors' money has been secured, but it's the US central bank's rate rises to combat inflation that are in the spotlight. When it came to adjusting monetary policy, the Fed did not act fast enough, and then it had to hit on the brakes. And you've heard me say over and over again, when you hit the brakes, you risk both economic and financial accidents. And we've just lived through a financial accident. People are revisiting, rightly, the value of bank stocks and bank bonds. And then markets have basically voted already that the Fed will now back away from its inflation fight. Mohammed Al aryan Meanwhile, the senior fellow at the Brookings Institution, at Brookings Institution, Aaron Klein, says the collapsed bank was an outlier, but the worry is that other regional banks are also poorly managed. Ninety-seven percent of its business was uninsured deposits you know banks of its size usually have a thousand branches it had 16 so this thing was a total outlier now are there other banks that have similar models that rely heavily on hot money yes so it wasn't alone it wasn't the only one with exposure to crypto and silicon valley startups etc but there aren't as many other banks like that Aaron Klein says mainstream banks are far more secure, but the collapse calls the Federal, Reserve man- the Federal Reserve's management of the sector into question. The Federal Reserve is to review its oversight of Silicon Valley Bank in the wake of its failure. Start-up, te- startup technology companies seeking venture capital funding are facing a tougher environment as investors tighten their belts ahead of an economic downturn. Concerns about a possible recession, along with rising interest rates and now the collapse of Silicon Valley and signature banks, have overseas investors reining in unnecessary spending. Executive Director of the New Zealand Private Capital Association, Colin McKinnon, says tech firms have prepared for an, econ- for an economic downturn by building up their capital
1: those companies that are trying to raise new capital at the moment are probably finding the investors are a little more discerning and taking a little bit more time, but that's, that's the impact of concerns um, that are causing that process to slow down
0: a little bit. Colin McKinnon expects interest in New Zealand's tech sector from overseas investors to stay strong even after the collapse of SVB and Signature. Let's head to the markets now. We're joined by Andrew Cathy of Craig's Investment Partners. Kia ora, Andrew. Major movements on the NZX.
1: Kia ora, Kim. Yes. Well, uh, our market's down about eighty points, or 0.7 of one percent. Um, really, quite a lot of red ink across the board. A2 Milk's down one and a quarter percent at six dollars ninety-nine. Auckland Airport down one percent at eight dollars forty-seven. Contact Energy's down three at seven forty-seven. Fletcher Building's quite weak, down two and a half percent at four dollars forty. Fisher and Pyke Healthcare is also back one point six percent, twenty four eighty three. Main Freight still under seventy dollars, it's down quarter of a percent at sixty nine dollars seventy two. Port of Tango is down five at six eighteen, and Spark down three and a half cents at four dollars ninety two.
0: All right, how's the ASX looking? Can we just get a headline number, please?
1: Yeah, look, no, they're they're worse than we are. They're down 1.76% or 125 points at 6,983 in all the banks and resource stocks over there a week.
0: All right, how's our dollar looking? Any any better?
1: Uh, Yeah, it's a little bit stronger. Against the US dollar, we're currently buying 62.12 cents. And we're stronger against the Australian dollar at 93.25. Against sterling, with 51.05. Against the euro, 57.92. Against the yen, 82.78.
0: And that just leaves interest rates, oil and gold.
1: Yeah, look, interest rates, that's where the big moves have been. US Treasury yields have fallen significantly over the last three days. And that has fallen through to our market. The 90-day bank bills is now at 5.015%. 10 year interest rate swaps are at 4.32%.
0: Kia ora Andrew, that's Andrew Cathy of Craig's Investment Partners. For now, money, that's business.